Welcome to the Prosperously You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Sydney Smith. This podcast is here to help you get out of your own damn way using mindset and manifestation. Join me each week as I dive into how you can integrate these practices into your business and life to elevate you into prosperity. We'll be chatting everything money, mindset, and manifestation so you can learn how to build the life and career you've always dreamed of. Hey guys, welcome to episode 11 of the Prosperously You podcast. Ooh, I love that this is 11 and we're doing human design. Um, So we have Crystal on today and she is just so full of wisdom when it comes to human design. Um, And this is a topic I definitely want to lean more into, but wanted to have her in on today's episode to just dive into high level a little bit about human design, what is it? And then really how you can use it to bring more joy into your life and also be able to operate, I feel like, your business from a more like seamless, authentic place that fits for you. Um, and we're going to dive into a little mini reading too, so you guys can understand how these things really translate into your life. So welcome, Crystal. Thanks, Sydney. I am so happy to be here. Thanks for asking me. Yeah. Um, Okay. So we'll dive right in into how did you get into human design? Before we go into like the high level of what it is and everything, I would love for the audience to get to know you a little bit better and your story. Yeah. So I, uh, let's see, I had my son unexpectedly and then at that point, I had been in the restaurant and bar industry for a while. I was applying to grad school for psychology, and I, oops, got pregnant. And so after I got to the point where I was so pregnant that I really didn't want to be bartending anymore, I was like, I need to do something else. So I ended up getting into more like fitness coaching. I was um, a competitive dancer growing up and into all of that stuff, and you know, I started to realized after a while that a lot of the themes I was getting into with clients had way more to do with the underlying stuff, you know, of worth and confidence. And um, you know how it is, Mm -hmm. obviously, this podcast is basically about all of these things. So uh, one day I was driving and my son was napping in the car and I put on this random podcast that really, I just kind of stumbled on it. I love it. And they were talking about something called human design. And I kid you not, I had like a chill go through my body like right away. And by the end of the episode, I was just sobbing. Like everything was resonating with me so deeply that I was like, I don't know what this is, but I know that it's like my calling or something. And so from that point on, I just kind of started going down the rabbit hole of human design and buying all the books and taking courses and hiring all the coaches and doing all the things. Um, And I really, that's around the time that I kind of branched out and started my own business apart from fitness Mm -hmm. and used human design with my clients. And yeah, it just kind of took off from there. Everything has evolved very um, organically, I guess. That's amazing. And I feel like that's when you know it's just like the perfect fit is if it just feels like you're called to it and like you're stepping into what you were meant to do. Yeah. It's like if you think back on those moments in your life where you knew that your life was just like the trajectory of your life was changing, Mm -hmm. 
that was one of those moments. So, and we were talking about uh, Saturn return before we started recording and it was like still kind of in that time, you know, like, yeah, yeah, just getting pregnant and having a kid and then finding him in design and starting my business. All these things happened like in the same couple of years, you know? That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited to look into um, Saturn return for those listening who are like, what is that? Apparently when you start, so my 27th birthday is coming up um, next at the end of next month. And apparently that's like a huge pivotal time. So we'll definitely be diving more into that and understanding it. Um, but so mm-hmm. human design for those who I think most people listening have probably heard of it before, but what's like a high level explanation um, for people who are like looking to get their or dip their toes in the water and like start to understand this more? Yeah, I've heard it described as your soul's contract for this lifetime. I've heard it described as um, astrology on steroids, but really it's this beautiful uh, marriage, I guess, of ancient wisdom. There are four systems that it's built off of, the Kabbalah Tree of Life, the Chinese I Ching, which is this ancient Chinese text. Um, the chakra system, which most of us are familiar with, and also Western astrology. Mm-hmm. And then it also takes gotcha. into account some modern science too, like uh, genetics and um, astronomy and, you know, kind of combining all of these things together to give you this map of your energetic blueprint. It's the energy that you were gifted with at the time of your birth. And It will always be the same as long as you live, but the way that it is expressed is, you know, dependent on your environment and you, essentially. So the idea with human design is to get to know this map of your energy and use it in a way that feels most in alignment with your truth, with your most authentic expression of self. And that's kind of where I come in as a coach and using this tool to, you know, I help mostly business owners and entrepreneurs to really tap into this and express themselves in this authentic way in their business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like we are like society programs us to think that we have like one way we can be successful. And I feel like we're tapping into this like new unveiled like option (laughs) like actually it can be so much more authentic to what works best for you and like there's not just like one version of like success and failure and like all the different like paradigms that go in that so it's so beautiful um so how can we start to like become aware of human design and then use it to first and foremost bring more joy into our lives. Yeah. So first of all, you want to have an accurate time um, of your birth. So it's based off of your birth information. If you ever go online and you see a quiz that's like, find out your human design, it's not real. It's bogus. Um, There are a few, three or four different websites that you can get your chart for free online. And so you get your chart and you're like, what is this? What are all these shapes and lines and colors? And what does it mean? And what does it mean for me? And really two of the most important elements of your human design that essentially just 
if you learn everything there is to know about human design, which I don't know how you could because it's so layered and complex, but you could learn everything and you're still always going to come back to these two things. And those two things are strategy and authority. And it's not strategy in the typical way that we think of it, especially as business owners. Uh, Strategy is less about what you do and more about the energy with which you do a thing. And your strategy is based off of your type or your aura. And so it's just the way that this electromagnetic field that is you and around you, like literal energy, the way that it operates in the world. And so when you really start to understand that, it's like you can stop paddling upstream and just let the river take you. You know, you're taking the, the path of least resistance. And then your authority is your inner decision-making mechanism. It's the way that you are designed to make aligned decisions for you so that you stay on your path and in your truth. And so we are conditioned to make decisions uh, by making these exhaustive pro and con lists and asking everyone and their mother's cousin for advice and looking all around us. And we live in a world that is so just, we're bombarded with messages uh, all day long, every day, you know, whether it's social media or it's out in the world, we're just constantly bombarded with messages of who we should be and what we should do. And a lot of us make decisions from that place. But this system, this strategy and authority, really leaning into what's so present within your body, uh, this is a way for you to fulfill your potential as a human. When you can surrender to this decision-making mechanism and make decisions that keep you on that path that is uniquely yours... It just, it gives you, it liberates you. It liberates you from this program of who you're supposed to be and allows you to be who you are, you know? Yeah, and that's so beautiful. I remember when I was, like, even just, like, two years ago, anytime I was, like, making a big decision or, you know, contemplating something, I would call, like, five friends, my parents, like, get everyone's input and, like, make that more valuable than my own. And it's just so beautiful to like have tools to come back to you being the one who makes that decision from like your aligned self and your soul and not like looking externally forever. Yeah. And so when you start to practice it, of course, in the beginning, it's uncomfortable. You know, you're not used to it. Anything new, any change is going to be jarring in the beginning. And a lot of times when you make decisions based on your truth, it's, other people are not going to understand it. You know, you might, you might stick out like a sore thumb. And so understanding that and being okay with that is part of the process as well. But as you begin to practice this, whether it's in small ways, like deciding where to have dinner or bigger ways, like deciding to move country or get married or whatever it is, um, you really build this confidence and this conviction in who you are and what you're here to do. And that's the most beautiful thing. And that's as business owners, that's how we become magnetic. People sense that from us. They sense our self-leadership and then they know, they know that we can lead them because we're leading ourselves in an authentic way. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And yeah, moving across the country, like have, since I just moved back from moving across, it was definitely one of those things where, you know, in that decision making process, 
I all the like worries and fears about what other people would think came up but it was like ultimately when you're able to like get in touch with like what do I need and know that it makes the decision so much easier and then like being able to step forward and like tell the people who you're concerned about maybe that like this is what I'm doing instead of like asking their advice I feel like it's like they respect you more because it's like okay if you know that that's right for you, then that's yeah, great. Yeah, people <laughs> sense your comfort level and who you are, and people sense your confidence in the decision you're making, you know? And so if you're not confident mm-hmm. in the decision you're making, other people aren't going to be confident either, and they're going to try to help, you know? And I'm, I'm doing air quotes yeah. around the word <laughs> help for those of you who can't see me, but, um, you know, and they, they give us our input because they feel like we need it. But when you are so confident mm-hmm. in the decision you're making – people can sense that you don't actually need their input. And I'm making a blanket Mm -hmm. statement because not everyone is that self-actualized to where they're going to realize that you're still going to get input, but yeah, it's going to matter less, you know? And I, when I think back on all of my biggest decisions that I really felt like led me to where I was meant to be, I didn't ask for advice. You know, I remember when I, Mm -hmm. When I moved here to Hawaii from Massachusetts, like I didn't ask anybody because I knew that people were going to be like, you are insane. And so I didn't ask anyone. Mm. I just did it. I packed my stuff into five boxes and I just did it. And what that was like huge for me. So yeah, all the wisdom is within and this system shows us how to access it. That's amazing. Um, Okay. So then turning it on to like the business side of things, how can we use human design to show up more authentically in business to like know what I want to say like levers to pull. And I don't know if that's the right like verbiage, but in the sense of like, Oh, you know, like this approach to showing up online is probably not going to be for me or like this way of navigating planning out content or not is going to be for me based on human. Yeah. The business world is so interesting because it's like, we're just bombarded with choices all the time. And I think to some degree, no matter who you are and how well you know yourself, you're going to have to learn through trial and error. But with human design, it really does give us these indicators of, okay, well, I have 12 choices for the way that I can launch, right? I'm just throwing a number out there. I have 12 choices for the way that I can strategize this launch, you know, but knowing my human design and knowing, you know, where my consistent energy lies and where it doesn't and where I'm vulnerable to the influence of others and where I'm not like knowing these things about yourself. um, Okay. Like, like you, you're a natural connector. Um, It's going to, you're still going to learn through trial and error, but you get to narrow your choices. So instead of 12, maybe you have four you know, and so you'll try Mm -hmm. things out until you, you find your groove, but yeah, it really does. The other thing I think that's, that's maybe even more important than narrowing your choices is that what we were just talking about, that self-leadership, when you are so clear and confident in who you are and you know how to make decisions that are correct for you and you can surrender the outcome because you, you know that it's correct for you, no matter what happens that is mm-hmm. that is so magnetic to other people like that it doesn't even really matter what you say they're like whatever you're selling like i'm in you know what i mean because it mm-hmm. feels authentic it feels real and it feels so connected because it is so that's i mean mm-hmm. 
the way that I describe my work a lot of times is very abstract. And a lot of the things that I'll help my clients tweak are subtle, but they make a huge difference because they're now like giving themselves permission to do the thing they wanted to do anyway, but they were not sure if it was going to be right for them, you know? So this is like, it's validating Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, that this is, I can actually trust myself to make this decision. I think also a conversation I was having yesterday, like the amount of times we pair like, oh, I think I just know this, but it seems crazy. Like those two sentences together is insane. Like, why is it bad that you have this inner knowing? And I, and I even, my friend caught me saying it yesterday because she's very into mindset stuff and all these pieces as well. And she was like, you just said that. And I feel like so many people say that where like, as soon as they are certain about something, they also have to caveat it with, but it's crazy. Well, especially for you, because you, I know we're going to do the little mini reading later, but you've got this channel that's, um, it is unique knowing and like, not knowing how you know things. So there, the fear that's mm-hmm. associated with this is people are going to think I'm nuts. You know what I mean? People are going to think it's way mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I relate to that because I have the same channel. So yeah, it's this very individual energy. Um, so yeah, but like knowing that about yourself and being validated in that way, it does allow you to just give yourself permission to be kind of out there because that's your magic, Mm -hmm. you know, and not everyone has Mm -hmm. that magic. And a lot of times what's consistent for me, you know, I, I don't even realize that it's not consistent for everyone else because it's just who I am. And it's almost like we project who we are onto other people. So we just like assume that other people know what we know and that other people have the same gifts and talents that we have. And having this map where you can very clearly see how different my energy is from everyone else's is like, oh, that's right. This is actually very unique to me. And I get to use it as a superpower. I get to lean into it in ways that no one else can. So yeah, it just, it really, yeah. it's very powerful to, to understand your uniqueness. Yeah. And I, so I want to talk about this a little bit. I mean, we'll go into, so we're going to do a little mini reading so you guys can see like where it really comes to life in like all these areas. Um, but Crystal, we were talking a couple months ago about like something I had made a decision on that I had then regretted. And it was so interesting to like see how she applied human design to it. And it was like a perfect fit for how I then process and make decisions. And I was like, I feel like you're reading my mind. (laughs) And then so like this stuff is insane how powerful it is for not just like how you show up in certain ways, but like in every asset of like how you make decisions, how you like get guidance, how you like show up in relationships and things like that. Um, So I guess with that said, I feel like I'm teasing it a lot. So we can dive into um, the mini reading. Um, And so Crystal has my um, birth date and location. So she's able to get my human design chart and we're going to just, she's going to run you guys through like, my chart and like what that means. So you guys can kind of get a peek into like what all these areas mean and how that could show up also in your life. Yeah. So as Sydney said, I'm looking at her chart right now. And the first thing that, especially if you're new to human design, the first thing that you're going to learn about and the first thing you're going to dive into is your type. 
And this is the most general mm-hmm. part of your human design. It truly is. And there's so much content, you know, on Instagram and on the internet about type, which is so beautiful. However, just realize that it really does not determine your personality at all. Your type determines the way that your aura operates. And for you, I'm looking at your chart and you have a defined sacral center. Um, and so you you are a generator. And basically, this means that your aura is really open and it pulls life to you. So as a generator, you're really here to respond. You have this respondability in this sacral center. It's about having this this juicy, exciting energy about you when you're doing the thing that's a full body yes. And when you're doing the thing that's a full Mm -hmm. body yes, your energy is regenerative. So you essentially can become like this generator bunny. And for you specifically, (laughs) you have a channel that connects your sacral to your root center. That's all about focus. It's all about, you know, when you have a full body, yes, you have this incredible ability to sit and focus on that thing for long periods of time where it's like nothing else exists. Mm -hmm. And you just, you're very still. It's like, um, it's kind of like holding a hard yoga pose, you know, it's like you're very still, but there's tension there and you're so focused Mm -hmm. on it, but it feels really good and satisfying for you, especially as a generator. So your authority, which is what we talked about before that, that decision-making mechanism, yours is emotional and 50% of the world has emotional authority. So 50% of your audience right now probably has emotional authority as well. And when you have Mm -hmm. a defined emotional solar plexus, so when your solar plexus is colored in on your chart, it's the little triangle all the way on the right, you automatically are going to have emotional authority. And so basically what this means is there's no clarity in the moment when it comes to any emotionally charged decision. Now, for you as a generator, if it's a small decision like, do you want to have Chinese food for dinner? you're going to revert to your sacral response, which is going to be that full body yes or no. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. so stoked for Chinese food. Or you're going to be like, no, choose something else. Mm -hmm. But when it's something emotionally (laughs) charged, like, you know, you just moved or maybe it is creating a new program or it's investing in a new mentor or, um, you know, any anything that's a big decision that's going to have uh, any kind of consequence or whatever, it's going to require energy. Usually what happens is it triggers an emotional wave for you. So one example is say you're on a sales call with a mentor and you're like, you get off the call and you're so excited and you're like, oh yes. And of course, you know, a lot of these sales tactics that are out there are basically designed to feed off of us emotional people, right? Um, Let's get them really excited so they say yes right on the call. Like, let's pressure them into a quick decision. Mm -hmm. But you with emotional authority, at the end of that call, you're going to say, okay, great. Just give me like two days and I'll get back to you. Because you're going to be on this high emotional wave and you're going to be so excited because you like love this person's energy and you're going to like think of all the possibilities. Well, then later, like tomorrow, you're going to be on a low and you're going to be like, oh my God, but it's like the biggest investment I've ever made. And, you know, it's going to be such a time commitment and, you know, all these fears are going to come up and you're going to be on this low. 
Well, you're not going to have any sort of clarity until you reach this place where you're just neutral. It's like you've felt the highs and you've felt the lows and now you're in this neutral place and you can, you know, think about like, how is this decision going to make me feel in two months? Like, is this going to take me where I want to go? You can be more level headed about it essentially and ask yourself how saying yes is going to make you feel versus saying no. And you're not going to be emotionally charged either way. What happens sometimes though for emotionals is that we miss that window. Or we take we mistake our neutrality for a no. So a lot of times because we're used to like making decisions on that super high excited wave, when we reach that neutral place, we're like, oh, I, it must not be right for me. I'm not excited about it anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. It's that we have to reach that like calm water before we can look behind us and see like what the ocean's doing, you know, like so that we can see what's actually going to be right for us. And when we do that and we have that, that clear yes or no, um, it, it's like making this decision with so much confidence and being able to let go of the outcome because you trust that mm-hmm. no matter what the outcome is, you made the correct decision for you because you followed your authority and you did what was right for you, regardless of what anyone else thinks. So um, you're nodding your head. So I'm assuming this all really resonates with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. We had talked about this before um, to give the audience context of um, I made a decision that I was like on that high and then realized that I like the high I was like, so this was like picking one coach specifically for something I wanted to work on. And I picked it after like a call with her where I was just like looking at the results she had and like was just jazzed on that. And instead of taking this time to really evaluate, which I feel like this could be its own podcast episode about like how to choose the right mentors <laughs> that like are actually aligned with you, not just because they have clients that have gotten to 30K months. Like that's not enough. And I feel like I made decisions based on that and based on that emotional high before that I've then regretted. Um, So it definitely- Yeah. And that's super common is like making a decision. I mean, also conversely, like being presented with a decision and being on a low, like say you get in a fight with your partner and you're like, F this, like we're breaking up. But then the next day you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like what did I do? You know what I mean? Like I that has changed so much in the way that I communicate with my partner because I, I you know that expression, I'll never go to bed mad. I'm like, I have to go to bed mad. Because if I communicate when I'm mad, like it's going to blow up way out of proportion. But if I go to bed and wait until I'm emotionally clear, then I can have a productive conversation. And half of the time Mm -hmm. I'm like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what, why was I so mad about that? You know what I mean? Like, it's actually not that big of a deal. And there's something underneath the surface that I need to work on independent of my relationship. So Yeah, it works Mm -hmm. both ways. um, And that's a huge one. Huge, huge, huge. And then for you, you're a 2-4 profile. So basically, um, you know, each number of your profile is going to have two numbers. The first number corresponds to the personality or the way that you see yourself. And the second number is going to correspond to 
the body, the unconscious, and potentially how other people see you. And so the Mm -hmm. two, uh, you'll see on your chart, it'll say like the hermit. And the two, I like to call the two the natural. So you're naturally gifted. And a lot of times you don't realize that. A lot of times it's hard for you to see like what exactly you're gifted in. Um, And so you might identify more with, you know, wanting to do your own thing. And the two does Mm -hmm. like wants to do their own thing. But then because other people see that you're gifted in something, they'll kind of be like, but hey, Sydney, but hey, can you want to do this though? Like you're so good at it. Um, And so for you, it's finding that balance between having your alone time to really explore what is fun and exciting for you and focus on that. And also balancing it with coming out and sharing your gifts. And there's like this fine line that you're going to always be dancing. And then the four is, the four is like the super connector. The four has something to say and looks for relationships that will allow you to get that message across. And so you're a natural connector. You, um, you're going to, your best opportunities are going to come from your network from the people you already know. And so in business, mm-hmm. a two, four, I'm always like, okay, well, what collaborations are you doing? You know, how are you balancing your time alone to be with your craft and also collaborating and serving the community? And you actually have the channel of community. So for you, I'm like, what aspect of your business is cultivating a sense of community And how are you also connecting with other networks and other communities and really using your power of connection to collaborate? And, you know, so I love that we met inside BAA, which is all about like PR and essentially Mm -hmm. leveraging relationships in your business, because for you especially, um, even though it might not be as obvious to you because it's in that unconscious part of your profile, it's definitely there. That energy is absolutely present for you. So. Yeah, I'm always asking my four profile clients, like, what collaborations are we doing? Like, are you are you reaching yeah. out to people in your network who already know are familiar with your work and asking them, you know, do you know anybody for this or blah, blah, blah? You know, that's where your opportunities are going to come from. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Which is crazy to like, when I think about how I've done like sales in the past for um, I feel like even I need to get rid of even when I say sales, I'm like, ew. Um, it really is just like a service where you're like inviting people in to transform. But um the people who have joined intensives or group programs so far in my coaching business have all been people I've had relationships with already um and have built that. And honestly, a big reason I went into or I realized that coaching was like what I wanted to do and what I felt called to was one, it was so many other people in my life being like, you're have this natural gift for relationships and fostering them and helping people through things. Like, I think you should pursue this. And it was like other people had to tell me it. But then when I start to started to look at it, I was like, Oh yeah, that's true. Um, and it definitely is like that connector piece. I've always just been like, social butterfly and like but in a like authentic way where I'm like really genuine about that those relationships and that just comes so yeah and we like I always tell my clients this we all at some point need to learn how to embody all these different energies right like I'm 
a one, three profile. So, you know, that, that super connector that doesn't come naturally to me. Right. But I Mm -hmm. joined Hannah's program because I very clearly see how naturally it comes to her and she's the queen of it. And so I have to learn how to embody that to some degree because connections and relationships in business, like that's going to, that's going to really give you the momentum. And so Mm-hmm. understanding these different they're almost kind of like archetypes like understanding how to embody these different energies at different times is important but mm-hmm. your profile that's unique to you that's what's the most consistent for you that's what comes the most naturally to you um and then mm-hmm. you have so you have this channel of of the creative essentially you're like an artist and Again, it's in your unconscious, it's more in your body, but this is this is your need to express yourself creatively in everything you do. So, you know, in your design mm-hmm. work, in your coaching business, in your relationship, probably in the clothes you wear and the food you eat, just having this individual mm-hmm. self-expression. And this channel is really empowering because when other people see you expressing yourself creatively it almost, it gives them permission to do that as well. So, you know, this Mm -hmm. is, whenever I have a client, actually, I have several clients who have this energy. Um, Whenever I have a client who has this energy, I'm like, how are you unplugging from the program here and taking a step back and asking yourself how to put your creative flair on this? You know, like, how are you doing things differently? Because those are the projects you're going to be most excited about. And we already talked about your, um, it's called, it's nicknamed Freak to Genius channel. And just like having these very unique individual insights that seemingly come out of nowhere. You have, you're not really sure how you know what you know, but there it is. Um, And really just learning Mm -hmm. how to, learning timing essentially, because it's easy for you to get really excited about something that you know, and then just go tell someone without stopping to consider, you know, is this the correct audience? Is this the correct time? So for you with Mm -hmm. that sacral center, that's the full body yes and no. And plus your emotional authority. It's like, okay, just checking in with yourself and being like, is, is this the right time for me to go on my social media and start talking about this? Or, or Mm -hmm. is there room for you to wait? to be invited to do that, you know? Um, Is there room for you to wait until you're like so excited that you can't hold it in any longer? Because that's an indicator that maybe it is the right time. So, um, and always probably working through that fear of your ideas being rejected or being too out there and realizing that that's always going to be present for you and learning how to integrate it instead of just pushing it down because that's a gift that you, those fears, our fears are gifts as well, because we're able to meet our clients at a much deeper level when we face our own fears. Um, and then you yeah. have two undefined centers. So you have a lot of consistent energy in your chart, like a lot. Um, but you have two undefined centers. So an undefined center is going to be white on your chart and you have two. So you have the undefined head and the undefined spleen. So the splenic center, sometimes this manifests as codependency and having trouble letting go of what's not serving you anymore. So, you know, you might Mm -hmm. find yourself in a codependent relationship with your business, with money, with your clients, 
Um, you might have trouble letting go of programs or coaches or clients that are very clearly not serving you, but you're having a, a, a hard time like disentangling yourself. So really mm -hmm. taking a look at where, what fears are at the root of this? Why are you hanging on so tightly? Why are you hanging on to really anything so tightly? And and reminding yourself that it is safe to let go and reminding yourself that, you know, um, I ha I'm everything that I need. You know, I, I don't need these mm -hmm. clients. I want these clients. I love my clients, but I don't need them. Mm -hmm. And when when they're not serving you anymore, it's okay to let them go. And that can be really scary for you, but sort of reconciling and facing those fears will bring you so much wisdom and will, again, allow you to to meet your clients in such a deeper place because when your clients have these fears, you'll be able to recognize them so quickly and you'll be able to help hold their hand through it because you've been there, you know? And then that undefined mm -hmm. head, you're always thinking, you always have thoughts coming through and the undefined head can manifest as anxiety and just constantly like, for you, especially like thinking so much about the future and also having anxiety about not knowing things and not knowing what's coming and just feeling pressure to figure things out and answer questions. And for you, it's about stepping into the high expression of the undefined head center is all about embracing your mind as like this fun, exciting playground that gives you so many ideas and gives you inspiration but you get to be the one to choose what thoughts you give energy to, and you get to be the one to mm -hmm. choose when you quiet your mind and when you get back to your body. And that lesson is huge because 70% of the population, they also have an undefined head center. And, you know, a lot of people struggle with that mental anxiety and especially in business, like having all these ideas and being so inspired that you're actually paralyzed because you don't know what's the right idea to act on. And so when you learn how to get back to your body and when you learn how to, you know, bring that energy down into the body and ask yourself, like, what is the correct idea to act on and when, there's, like, real power mm -hmm. in that. You know, people can sense that. So, yeah, um, I don't know how much time we have. I could talk about this forever and ever and ever. But yeah, if there's anything specific that you would love for me to look at, um, you know. Um, I was just going to say too, it's interesting. You talk about the like undefined areas, like those, what you were talking about are definitely the two things I've had to work on the most. Like after like starting to understand mindset, headspace, like what's going on in my head. Um, yeah, it was like this the one, like the need for control and the need to like plan out the next like five years of my life and know exactly how it's going to look. And like, also like I had the most over analytical mind that I've had to like realize how to work with and um, bring more like inner calm in and release that need for control. So it's so interesting that like those things that you said were open are definitely the two that have like, I don't want to say caused the most struggle, but like those have been the two areas that have I've had to put so much work towards in the past like three years of personal development because those are like the areas that aren't as I feel like 
easy. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, there's a lot of language out there that paints this picture of the undefined centers as being almost like a curse, you know, because it can feel like so uncomfortable. But when we're able to sit with the discomfort and we're able to go deeper with it and really integrate what's there and emerge with this you emerge with this wisdom, like you have the potential to be like highly intuitive with this undefined spleen. You have the Mm -hmm. potential to be so secure in yourself that you're not dependent on anything else for validation or permission or happiness or anything, you know? So yeah, Mm -hmm. it's very powerful. And also think about it as a coach, how powerful this is. It's like Mm -hmm. you get on your, you get on your first call with someone And you already have like such an incredible sense of who they are and what they're struggling with and what they're learning and the way that their mind Mm -hmm. works and the way they're designed to communicate and what, what, um, you know, like the way that I'm going to word things with a generator client is going to be very different from the way I'm going to word things with a manifester client. And so understanding all these Mm -hmm. things from that standpoint as well, I mean, I don't even, it's very rare that I do like ongoing coaching containers. It's kind of like one session and done with me because a lot of times that's all people need is sort of like this initiation and this validation and permission. And then they get to be on their merry way where a lot of times when you get into coaching containers, it takes weeks to get to that point when you don't have a tool like this. So yeah, it's... I obviously swear by human design, but like it just every time I look at a chart, I'm like, ah, like so excited, so excited. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, So I guess, yeah, how do you, how can clients work with you? What are the programs you have? Yeah, so I know you know, but we're going through a huge overhaul and rebrand and everything right now, which is so exciting. Yeah. (laughs) So my new website is going to be coming out um, this month, later this month with, you know, my new free resource and my new podcast and my new one-on-one offer. Um, And then I'll be launching a membership in May. So yeah, if this is something that you or your audience, you know, are like really super into, the membership is going to be an awesome way to really dive in. And then, of course, I have my signature group program, Embodied Entrepreneur, that will run again in September for those people who want to really dig in and not only use this for their own businesses, but use it with their clients as well. Um So yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course you can always connect with me on Instagram. I love new Instagram friends always. Your content is amazing. I feel like you do such an amazing job. I mean, you don't even have to try to do it. It's just like showing the embodiment of this, of like having these days where you're able to like do the work that lights you up and then go have an amazing time at the beach with your kids. It's just like, I feel like it's so inspiring. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like that's how we should all be doing business from a place of like, we get to receive through enjoying our lives. And this gets to be work. We yeah, it's, love to it's do. a beautiful dance so. and knowing when, knowing which moves to dance at the right time is an ongoing learning process. But yeah, the more mm-hmm. that I embody it, it's the more delicious it becomes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like surrendering mm-hmm. to that joy of life. Yeah. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I will put um, your handle in the show notes so people can go follow you there. And if you're listening, go follow her now because I just love being along for the ride of your content. And also so much knowledge is dropped um, on Instagram. And that is the place too, where obviously you will see all of her new programs and get that intel for if you want to join the membership or embodied entrepreneur or any other offering she has. So thank you guys for tuning in and I hope you have an amazing week.